0: good morning everyone good morning everyone it's Sunday Beis, Menachemov, Tavshin, Pe'alev. I'd like to share with you a message for the nine days that we've begun. A message that I shared yesterday with my kahila in the Shabbos Drosha. In Parshas Matos, Klaus Yisrael comes back from the war with Midian. And Elozer told the soldiers who came back from the war, He introduced to them the parsha that we would call heksher Kelem, kashering utensils. They had now come back from the war with Midian, brought back the spoils, the booty. There were lots of trefa utensils. And here the Torah, Elazar, taught K'lai Yisrael how you kasher kalim. And Rashi tells us why was Elazar the one who taught K'lai Yisrael? Doesn't Moshe Rabenu teach Kla Yisrael Torah? Chazal say Moshe Rabenu got angry, as we'll see in a moment, that they had only killed the men; they didn't kill out the women of Mijan And because of that. He made a mistake. Shenis almu that this halacha was hidden from him, was covered over from him. And Rabbi Yisuf Nechemya Kornitzer, zecherin levracha, the Rab of Krakow, double great grandson of the Chassam Sofer, he quotes the Chassam Sofer and Taira Moshe, who says chalila lach sheidah rabbin sheyisrael she shochach legamri parsha shleima Batira. Khalila to suspect. The Rabban Shal Yisrael forgot an entire parsha. Ayin Shoma Shatirah, it says Rabbi Yosef Nechemia, look at what the Chassam say for answers. ani Daiti, Rabbi Yosef Nechemia says a beautiful vart. And he says as follows, the Mefarshim explained that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu introduced the parsha of fighting the war against Midian, he said, Nikoyim Nikmas B'nei Yisrael Go take revenge, the revenge of the Bnei Yisrael. When Moshe Rabbeinu introduced it to Klai Yisrael, he changed it. And he said, Nikoyim Nikmas Hashem. We are going to take the Nikoma of Hashem from Midian. Why? Because really, what was the story of Midian? The story of Midian from the end of Parshas Balak was that Klai Yisrael were seduced by the Benais Mijan to serve Avodah Zara, the Avodah Zara of Pa'ar, to do Averas of Znos with them. And as a result of that, there was a Magaifa, the 24,000 Jews were killed out as punishment. So really, there were two things that happened with the Mijan. Number one, there was the terrible Avera of the Znos of Baal Pa'ar, the terrible Aveira against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The second thing was that Kla Yisrael experienced this magefa, and 24,000 Jews perished. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, we have to take revenge against Midian. But you know what I'm going to focus on? Nikoim Nikmas Bnei Yisrael. The fact that 24,000 Jews were killed. Klai Yisrael is lacking Eden. That's what I want you to take revenge. But Moshe Rabbeinu came to Klai Yisrael and said, there's something even more important. There's something more important than the 24,000 Jews that were killed. And that is the Avera that Klai Yisrael strayed after the Beno Yismijan and served the Avayda of Paar, forsaking and leaving the Rabbi That's a greater Avera. That needs Nekama. Lo seysnikmas We have to take that Nekama that they caused us to do such terrible Averas, and distance ourselves from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What's the Nafkamina between the two reasons? The Nafkamina is who you kill. If you're killing just because of revenge for the 24,000 Jews, so then it really doesn't make a difference who's killed. As long as Midianim are killed, that's enough of, enough of a revenge. However, if the revenge is Nikmas Hashem because of the Avera, so not only do you have to kill the men, who put the women up to this but the women themselves who are the ones who actually caused Klai Yisrael to do the Averis they need to be killed as well. So what happened? They came back from the war and Moshe Rabbeinu says what's going on here? You only killed the men? You didn't kill the women? That means to say that your focus was Nikmas Yisrael you were more worried about the 24,000 Jews that were killed. And it didn't bother you so much. The Aveira, the Tuma, the harchaka from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you, therefore you didn't kill the women. And Moshe said, how could that be? You made a mistake. Go back and kill the women as well. Because Nikmas Hashem. That's what bothers me more. And I'm assuming that's what bothers you more. If that's true, you've made a mistake. Vayik Tzayf Moshe he got angry. He said, you didn't finish the job. They said, we did finish the job. He said, what do you mean? You didn't kill the women. Go back and kill the women. When you kill the women who caused the Aver of par, you'll have completed the job. says Rabbi Yosef is now, such a beautiful word. Let us focus on the Parsha of Heksha Kalim. So, the Allah is as follows, that something that is Usr. Is only usser kolzman. It's something good. It's something beneficial. For example, if you have a piece of treif meat and it becomes so rotten and disgusting that even a dog would not eat it, so it's not edible anymore. It's not. It's not uh, a person eats it. He's not over on eating treif. What happens when treif is cooked in a pot? So we're probably familiar with the halacha that after 24 hours. Chazal tells us the taste that will come out the next time you cook in this pot is pogum, it's tainted, it's not good. And since it's not good, it's not beneficial, it's not something that's pleasurable, so therefore it actually does not asa the food. And therefore, that is why if someone cooks in a tray for pot that hasn't been used in 24 hours, the food is kosher. However, in the first 24 hours, what is the halacha? So the Gemara tells us that really, even in the first 24 hours, the taste that comes out, it's impossible that it's not a little bit tainted. It's not very tainted, like after 24 hours, but it's off a little bit. And therefore says the Gemara, really, it should be kosher. Because it's tainted, even if it's just a little bit tainted. But when it comes out, it can't aser. And therefore, there should never really be a halacha of kalim, Because anything, any taste of any food that's absorbed into a pot, when it comes out, is tainted. The Gemara says, it's a chiddush. This parsha is a chiddush, that even though in the first 24 hours it's tainted a little bit, still the Torah wants you to treat it, as if it's beneficial and you have to now kasher the Caleb. Says Yab Yosef Nechem I'll explain to you why. When a person is royalty, when a person is refined, that person is very sensitive to things that are 100% good and things that are only 99.999% good. A melech royalty, when he eats his food, it has to be perfect. Being off just a little bit, already he tastes and he says, something's not good. A wine connoisseur. Something's off a drop, he could taste it. The Gemara talks about, (coughs) excuse me, a kefela is a fancy culinary expert. He could taste when it's off a drop. Regular people, not as refined. They're not as sophisticated. They're not as sensitive. They don't taste it being off. Says Rabbi Yosef Nechemya, when Kalah was in the highest madrig of Bnei Malachim, when Kalah was in the highest madrig of Ruchnius, their sensitivity to Tumah, their sensitivity to things that are not 100% kadosh Vitar, was so sensitive and so delicate and high alert. However, Moshe Rabbeinu saw that was Yisrael wasn't, weren't so bothered by Nikmas Hashem. When they went to fight the war against Midian, okay, we did have Eris, it was a mistake. What do you mean? You don't feel? You're not sensitive to the Tumah? You're not sensitive So the Avodah Zorah of Pa'ar, which is disgusting, which they made you do the most disgusting of Avodahs, that doesn't bother you so much? How can it not bother you? If you're on the 100% highest level of being Kala Yisrael B'Kedush of Tahara, you should be disgusted, even over the little bit. And yet Kala Yisrael wasn't. And they were only focused on the 24,000 Jews. That were killed. They were more focused. I want to say maybe on the Gashmias of it, of the lack of people in Klal Yisrael. That was where Klal Yisrael had fallen. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave them a parsha of Heksher Kalim. The parsha of Heksher Kalim that someone who has a refined taste should immediately taste how it's e'efsher the porta. Even in the first twenty-four hours, it's a little off. And if you're on the highest of sensitivity, you'll taste that. But you, Kalal Yisrael, have fallen from that level. And therefore, within the first 24 hours, you don't taste any difference in the pot. Why? You're not as refined anymore. You're not as sensitive anymore. You don't taste the Pagma porta in the pot. It has to be real Pagam after 24 hours that everybody, even the most, of course, of people are able to discern and able to feel. But within the first 24 hours, you have to be on the highest level of sensitivity, and you, Klal Yisrael, are no longer on that highest level of sensitivity. So, therefore, you're going to have to do extra Kalim. That's the Chiddush of Heksher Kalim. It's really Pagma Porta. It should be Mutter. Baruch <laughs> Hu. Excuse me. Wanted to teach Klal Yisrael in the words of Rabbi HaNefesh Nechemya. Kalal Yisrael knew exactly what was going on in the hearts of every person. Kam mi How much they had been lowered, descended from being on the madreg of b'nei Al ken So therefore HaKadosh Baruch who wanted to awaken them, to teach them with a remez, with a Musar haskel. They should realize what Pa'ar did for them, what Pa'ar did to them. Pa'ar made them that they lacked sensitivity. Pa'ar made them that they were lowered from Benois Malachim and B'nei Malachim, so much so that they were lacking in the sensitivity of Tumah. That avera remains with Kalah Yisrael, that Yeshua told them much later on. Yeshua said to them, we still haven't regained what we lost with the Avera of par. So because of that, The Torah asard, the utensils of Midian, you have to kasher them, even though in the first 24 hours, it's a nois tam tam. And that's what the difference was between Moshe Rabbeinu and Klai Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu thought Klai Yisrael was still on that high madriga. And he said, Lo Nik mas Hashem, what should be burning is, look what they did to us. Look at what happened. Look how disgusting this thing is and we ended up in that muck. We got to take Nakama." But Klai Yisrael wasn't on that madriga. They were dulled. Their, sense, their senses were dull. They didn't avera didn't bother them so much. They didn't realize what was going on. They didn't feel that. So they said, okay, Avada Aver is a bad thing. We'll do tshuva. But look, 24,000 people. That's why we're taking Nekama. So Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't able to give them the parsh of Heksher kalim. That's why this nisaal mimimenu halachas. Moshe Rabbi Yosef Nechemia is learning beautifully. Moshe Rabbeinu got angry because Moshe Rabbeinu was focusing on the Nikmas Hashem. And he told him, you haven't finished the job, go finish the job. And since his focus was on that, the parsha of Ech Shekelem didn't apply to Moshe Rabbeinu. He couldn't teach them the parsha of Ech Shekelem because in his world they were so sensitive to Chet. They'll be so sensitive to Tam Gam. There is no parsha of Ech Shekelem. But Klal Yisrael wasn't on that madriga, and Elazar Hakayin had to teach them. Elazar went out to war with them, the Kayin Amashuach, Elazar understood what was going on with Klal Yisrael, and therefore he was the one chosen to teach them the parsha of Ech Shukalim, which is the Remes. Klal Yisrael, when you did the Avera of paar, it wasn't just an Avera, it wasn't just distancing from HaKadosh Baruch, it wasn't just Tumah. Your entire senses, all of your senses, were dulled permanently, or at least something that you're not even aware of. Look what's going on, look what they did to you. That, says of is pshad here. Mosuk Midvash. How is this Nege'ah to us? We're in the nine days focusing on Khorban Beis HaMikdash. We try a little bit to be ma'ir in ourselves. Feelings of what we're lacking. Hopefully on a at least. As we sit for a few hours on the floor. To be Mair lacking what we're lacking. Kedusha, Beis HaMikdash, It's very hard. And you hear about generations, previous generations, people didn't smile the entire three weeks, nine days, people cried, puddles of tears. We're so removed from it. My Rabbi Rabravdan is Seifri Bana has a whole chapter. Why is it that we don't have it nowadays? How is it that we don't have that feeling? And he has a Mahalikapi the Gra. The Gura in the beginning of Rus, the more you're involved in Ruchnius, in Gashmius, I'm sorry, the further you are from Ruchnius. The more Gashmius in the world, our sensitivities to Ruchnius are dulled. We're removed from Ruchnius. But I think according to Rabbeis of Nechemya, we could take it one step further. One of the tragedies of Gaulus is that we live in this world affected by the world around us and every once in a while we have to take stock how we've been affected are we still sensitive to Kedusha and Taharo? I've said this many times <clears throat> think about fifteen twenty years ago there were subjects we would blush if we thought about them in the privacy of our own rooms. And today, in the world at large, it's all out there. <coughs> and even if we don't, Baruch Hashem, talk about these in Yonim, but when we hear about them, we don't cringe the same way. al <laughs> Litzlon, what our children are exposed to, things we never heard of, or we didn't want, to know of, till a much older age. Today it's out there in the world, what our children are exposed to. It's, it's crazy. But the question is, think about how we lost the sensitivity. Think about how we're not embarrassed to talk about certain things. Of course it's Tayeva. Of course it's disgusting. But we're not as sensitive to it. We don't cringe the same way. Why? Because we're out there in the face of Valpar and it's bombarding us and it dulls our senses, and that's the greatest tragedy. And if our senses of Kedusha and Tahara are dulled, how are we supposed to feel the lack of Shechina? How are we supposed to feel the lack of Kedusha? How are we supposed to feel the lack of Tahara when we're bombarded, not with people talking about things in the open, there's even pride. <coughs> you have to be proud of it, proud of teiva, proud of all this stuff. And of course we're not, and we know it's disgusting. But once it's exposed and we're exposed, we lose our sensitivity a little bit. And if we lose our sensitivity, so yeah, the nine days is a drag. You can't wear, can't wash clothing, you can't wear laundered clothing. Three weeks you can't listen to music. You can't listen to music. All types of heterim, this type of music I want to listen to, it's not real music. Why? And it's not a taina. It's a symptom of the dar. We don't have a hergish for these things. This whole thing is a drag for us. Why? Because we're not sensitive to the Kedusha. We're not sensitive to the Tahara. Comes along a Parashas Matais. Comes along a Rabbi Yosef Nechemya Telling us the chiddush of Ech kalim. Every time you come to Kasher Kalim, it's a rem is to remember. We are B'nai Malachim. We need to be sensitive to any little pugam Porta. And if we're not, we're not holding where we should be. Now is the time for us to take stock and think to ourselves, what is it that we allow ourselves to hear, and it might just roll off our backs, but it leaves a roshim. Achitaynios <coughs> maris We have to do actions to teach ourselves and our children. We don't talk about this. We don't read about it. It's disgusting, it's shaketz the shakzenu That's what we have to do. We have to go out on a war against it to be ma'orah the kedusha, to be ma'orah tahara, to talk about heiligazachin, to be sensitive to heiligazachin. Just because something looks mutter, acts mutter, doesn't mean it's Kaddush Vitar. Just because something, according to the letter of the law, you can find a loophole in a halakha. But where's the hergish of kedusha and Tahara? That's what the nine days is all about. That's what Parshas Matos, that's what Hech Shukalim is all about. And I think that's the Avoida that we have in front of us. And that is to work on and think about, be cognizant of how dull our senses for Kedusha have become. How dull our senses of Tahara have become. How we're bombarded by bal Paar and midyan day in, day out. And look, what's bothering us so much is that's what's bothering us is such lack of Kedusha and Tahara. If it's bothering us, we should feel the lack of shechinah in the world, the lack of Beis Hamikdash, the lack of Kedusha in the world, the lack of Emunah in the world. That's what we need to do during the nine days. That's the lesson of parshas Matos, the lesson of the Kalim, and that is the Avoid that we have in front of us that we should, number one, be aware of what's happening to us. Number two, be able to fight back. It takes great effort to protect yourself. Surround yourself in Anania covered to be protected. And Bez Hashem, if we're be able to be ma'er, feelings of Kedusha and Tahara, feelings of the lacking of Shekhinah in this world, the lacking of Kedusha, Hakadosh Baruch Hu abolit higher Messiah soy. All Hashem is open up a Pesach kichudo Machat. just a little bit of movement. Then Hakadosh Baruch says the Siyat d'shmao will take over, and Bez Hashem we should be zoyche to tahara to kedusha, the greatest kedusha with the coming of Mashiach and the building of the base. Hamikdash hashlishi bimheira V'yameinu amen. Kol